Hello, everybody, and welcome to Negative 42. IQ. IQ. A little louder. You have to yell. Why do I have to yell? <laughs> it's part of the experience. So I'm your host, Taylor Garrison, and with me is my co-host for the day. What's your name? Oh, my name is Asher. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's Asher. Mm-hmm. And we have a dog here, too. Hi, Roxy. She's a cute dog. She's old. But... <laughs> How are you doing this week, Asher? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, like... Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, What games do you play? What shows do you watch? Um, Well, I guess I just play a lot of racing games, I guess. Yeah. I just love motorsport and racing as a whole. Like, I love to watch, like, F1 and, motor, like, IndyCar and stuff like that. Really cool. Are you one of those people when you, like, pass a car on the street, you're like, whoa, it's that kind of car? No, not always. I mean, I have done that in the past. <laughs> like, but I can't, like, say, it, like, exactly what it is. But, like, so if I like see a, a cool car... car nerd. If I see a cool car, I'll point it out. Like, man, that's... I mean, it looks cool. That's probably that's the extent of my car knowledge. <laughs> I don't even know what's cool car standards. Okay, so... Ferrari. Today... I don't know. Me and Asher purchased a video game on my Nintendo Switch. I didn't buy it. Well, who knows? Me. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> And so we purchased a game that's been out for quite a bit, and it has some good reviews, so we wanted to try it out and talk about it on the podcast today. We downloaded... What's the game? Um, it's called Into the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. It's, uh... What do you call those things? Uh, top-down bullet roguelike. Uh. Twin-stick shooter, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway... I don't know. It's it's a fun game for how simple it is. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. The premise of the game is simple. Your goal in the story is to descend into this dungeon to get a gun that dungeon. can kill time. Mm-hmm. I don't... That has some weird implications. If you, like, you know. killed the past with, like... Would that be, like, time traveling? Because you time travel before that moment started... No, you stop time. You kill time. So you just end the universe? No, you just stop the time. Everything still exists. Time (laughs) stands. Obviously. Anyway. Well, yeah, because if you stop time... Would... How would that work? I mean, obviously it wouldn't. I think it removes a moment from time. But like in a fake cartoon universe, how would that work? So you shoot the timeline. And then does it just, like, remove that part? Yeah. Like, from existence? I think so. Would it not alter the future? Exactly. Maybe it does. Or could you just shoot the future as well? So, yeah. Pre- simple premise. <laughs> very, very simple. Uh, you go... So, it's twin stick. Each character starts with a few abil- a few abilities... And you go and shoot things. And that's pretty much the entire game. Yeah. But, like, it's just 
it feels fresh and different than other games of like similar. Mm-hmm. I think like, being. I don't want play style. Is that the right yeah. word? Okay. Um, genre, maybe. Genre. That's a better word. Yeah. Um. I think one thing that spices it up is being able to flip over like um, environmental things that are just kind of there into cover that you can use to hide behind from bullets. Also, the addition of the blink, um, just this power-up that just removes all the bullets on the screen is really helpful because eventually you get to this thing, one of the bosses, the Bullet King would be impossible without the blink, in my opinion. The Bullet King? I only fought him. Again, the chair. We only fought him once. And we died. <laughs> yeah, it's before I actually really know knew how to use the blank. Yeah, but it just kind of fills your entire screen 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 with like these red bullets. It's very it gets very chaotic at times. It is a chaotic game, yeah. But at the same time, it gives you time to like breathe and. You know, in other games, so a game I want to compare it to is like No Reload Heroes. I I know you've talked about it on the podcast before. I believe I have, yeah. Um, but would you like to quickly recap what we said about it, or just... Oh, I have no idea what you said about it. Okay, well, basically, No Reload Heroes is a game very similar to this, except... Are you about to explain its flaws? Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, from Into the Gungeon, it just feels more... I want to say, like, fluid. No Reload Heroes, Or, like, like, the controls actually feel more... No Reload Heroes, long story short, is a low-budget game. Yeah. Even though, didn't it cost more? It did cost more. Well, because I got that when this was new, and I'm getting Enter the Gungeon five years after it comes out. Um, yeah, Enter the Gungeon, everything feels... I, I know I use the word fresh and new a lot, so... It feels juicy. I, I don't know if I'd use juicy. <laughs> feels like flavorful but you can look at it without it not getting bland in like two seconds other than like no reload heroes where everything looks the exact same yeah that was kind of a good first so of that game. when you're just going from room to room and there's like no differences other than the exact same well not the exact but like slightly different variants of mobs to fight mm-hmm. who just shoot colorful lasers at you uh, it gets really old really fast, but in Enter the Gungeon, everything... The first time introduced chandeliers, you can hit the, a switch on the wall and a chandelier will fall from the ceiling. Like, that Like that totally changes up how you want to play in those rooms. So this is supposed to meant to be, like, a first impressions podcast. So we've only played for a couple hours and we haven't even gotten that far. Not really, no. So we wouldn't know about like later bosses yeah. and like if you're yeah or later gimmicks but we can tell you one thing that definitely makes this game like probably for and from what i've heard what is this game's thing that makes it so fun and flavorful to play is the weapon variety yeah because the there is <laughs> like there's your traditional weapons right like there's a pistol mm-hmm. there's a rap- there's like an auto rifle or whatever. There's a sniper rifle. Yeah, and like I said before, we're we've only ever made it to the second floor. Mm-hmm. Or would it be the second floor since you're going down? I don't know how that works. It's called like chamber two. But... Okay, whatever. So we made it to the second floor, and uh, 
we've already seen a lot of crazy guns, but they're all fun and new. Uh-huh. Like a battery that just shoots out lightning bolts, One- or an alphabet gun that just <laughs> shoots out letters <laughs> and spells out words. Yeah, like blue. It did not say blue. <laughs> I can't read. It said bullet. How do you confuse or blue spell. and spell? If you've seen some of the names of the podcast episodes, you know that I just can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I'm talking about video games instead of retaking classes I fail. Um, uh, the banana is like this explosive shotgun boomerang. It's way stronger than it should be. You throw it. It splits into five. It hits the five wall. Five bananas? Uh-huh. Oh. And then it, all, each banana that hits the wall explodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of a crazy comparison, but do you remember that mobile game, like, Whirlings, and you can throw yes, the banana? Yes! Whirling worms! And then, like, the banana would explode into multiple bananas? Yeah! Yeah, I think. Bananas. I never knew that was, like, a thing in gaming, but apparently, apparently there's always explosive is. bananas. <laughs> well, yeah, um... So, like, as soon as I saw it in the shop, I, I knew it was gonna what it was going to do. One thing that is good about all the gun, the gun variety in Enter the Gungeon is it doesn't just feel like reskins. Like, again, exactly. we're comparing it to, you know, Reload Heroes. Like, bigger guns pretty much more or less do the same thing. Yeah. They just bigger or different color or different shape, you know? Shoot out different looking laser beams. Uh-huh. But in actuality, it barely makes a difference. Yeah. Um, whereas in Enter the Gungeon, guns just have different feels, like, entirely. Mm-hmm. And being That's able like to switch in between two guns adds an extra layer of depth between that. You can switch between up to, how much was it? Uh, uh, three guns? Well, I've had three guns at one Maybe point, it, but I remember... It might be four. Yeah, I remember, I think there's... Or, is there any limit to the number of guns you can have? Probably. Like we said, yeah. we haven't gotten very far... Well, I had no idea the game's been out for five years, and now doing a first impressions podcast is, like, you know. Yeah, we're a little late to the party. Uh, But, I mean, at the same time, like, it still feels fresh. It was only added to the Switch three years ago, and I'm pretty sure... It's still three years. And I'm pretty sure it was updated, like, halfway into that nice band. We can hear a house clapping from, like, across the just street. the house is clapping. <laughs> yeah. The house grew hands. And just started clapping. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, what do you think about, and this is something that's really important to me, in bullet games, or twin-stick shooters? Okay. Boss fights. Boss fights. How does that, how do you, we brought up the Bullet King, how do you feel... Um, well, I can't remember the bullet king. I died so well, like just in just in general, the the bosses in the game. How do they make you feel? Um, is creative as you can get with just bullets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like they did a good job. Like each one is nice and flavorful and has like their own personality. The first time we saw this one named Gatlingle, there was a machine gun in a nest and a bird picks it up, and we're like, okay, that's kind of normal. Straps it down as a backpack. Okay, that's different. And then rips off its feathers to reveal a swole man that has a bird head. <laughs> it was very... It was... It was fun, though. And then... The boss fights themselves all feel fairly similar. It's just a ton of bullets flying I mean, flying my twins felt, felt different. Well, yeah, because there's because two Because there's two different, yeah. There's just two 
things shooting a ton of bullets at you. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that is true, like... But at the end of, of the game, that's the genre and that's the appeal. It's just... Mm-hmm. Oh, think. we got Beholster once, too. It was a Beholder with guns. Oh, yeah. The Beholder with guns. Yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up is, like, it's dungeon-themed, right? But, like, they take everything that can have a gun reference and slap a gun on it. It's and, and even if it shouldn't have a gun reference, it does. Your hearts are bullets. Your ammo is bullet. That makes sense. The oh, money is all, bullets. All the, <laughs> the money is bullets. The keys are bullet shaped. The power They're like the chests and a lot of the power ups are bullet amulets. Oh, another thing about enter, half the enter, enemy are bullets. Uh, another thing about Enter the Gungeon that is nice is the classes. Yeah. Like in No Reload Heroes, you're all the same thing, mm-hmm. just different color with at, different color laser. At the beginning, player one can choose and change every time you enter the gungeon if you is want to. Is it only two players? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, player one gets um, any of the four starting. I'm pretty sure you can unlock more, but I don't know because I haven't made it far into the game. Um, there's there's the pilot, who I use mostly. He can pop, uh, pick locks. There's the... You're not very good at it, though. What? You're not very good. It just doesn't work! Well, you're probably uh, doing it wrong, then. Um, the, the Marine has backup ammo and can reload his gun faster. And has the hunter has armor. Yeah, the Hunter starts with a shotgun. And what does the Convict have? The Hunter? No, the Hunter starts with a crossbow and has a little dog friend oh, that yeah, will yeah, yeah, clear yeah. treasures and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it's the then way. the convict, convict has a shotgun. Has the shotgun, and when she takes damage, she does more damage, right? Yeah, she's the fighty, fighty one. Yeah. I haven't played her. And then second player is always the cultist. Which is actually not a cultist. It's just a little kid in a robe <laughs> with a nerf gun. Who wants the gun that can kill time because she spelt grape juice on the... And she wants to make her mom forget that she spelt grape juice. No, she wants to blame it on her brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, her ability is when player one dies, she gets a boost, and then she can also revive player one. Mm-hmm. And... Those are all the characters. Yeah. And I... Yeah. Uh, the shopkeeper. Let's talk about him real fast. Um, just like in every game... Uh. Well, not in every game, but every game I've played recently mm-hmm. that has a shopkeeper. That's a bad comparison. Not every game has a shopkeeper that tries to kill you. But anything. But anyways, if you shoot at him, he basically just turns into like a an optional boss. We haven't. We pulled our gun out on him, on him once, and he pulled out a machine gun. I think it was a shotgun. With a a shotgun, yeah. Gun, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, your entire screen just fills red. <laughs> There was more bullets than not bullets. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and there's no natural cover in that place. So you just need a hope that you can, you know, slalom through it. Slalom. I don't know. Avoid. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use big words. I don't even <laughs> know if I'm using them right. <laughs> I think that was the right way. What word? Slalom. Slum? Slum? <laughs> what word? Yeah, slum from... Slum, like you go, like... Solemn? Like solemnly? No. <laughs> like, you know where you, like... 
like snake your way through cones and stuff, uh-huh. like you're sol- you slalom. That's not a word. Yes, is it, it is. a word? Am I just stupid? Well, obviously I can't pronounce things, <laughs> so it, I'm messing it up. <laughs> but it's yeah, whatever. Um, you gotta avoid the bullets. That's, that's avoid the bullets. Yeah, you made that unnecessarily complicated. It's for the runtime. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, we, you gotta pat the run time. Yeah, we didn't bubble the run time a little bit. Nah, it's, um... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. It's not good. Are there any additions that you hope they add or is in the game already that we just haven't found it's yet? five years old. I don't think they're gonna add Yeah, but again, new. they, like, updated it. They updated it after it was added to Switch. What was that, like, three years ago? They updated it, like, a year after they uploaded it to Switch, which was two years ago. That's still two years ago. Um, yeah. what do I hope they add? Or hope there is. Let's go with that, then. That we um, just haven't discovered. Like, what's something that would make the game better to you? More tables. <laughs> you like flipping over the tables? I don't know, more things to do with tables, I guess. Because you can already, like, jump over them, flip them. I think that's what the table tech items are all for. I mean, I like, think so, yeah. Let's table tech a rocket. Can or maybe you throw just more the table? things, more interactable. <laughs> uh, we got an achievement for flipping a table off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave you the table rage one, so every time you flip a table, you, you'd get uh, a power boost. Yep, that's now unlockable. <laughs> that's now... Yeah, so, from what I've heard, once we get a little bit further, we unlock the shop in the hub world. Which allows us, with a special currency, to buy um, weapons that will spawn in the dun- the dungeon. Yeah. From what I hear, like you can, you basically unlock more guns to unlock. Which I think is an interesting way to go about it. Yeah, de- definitely. Um. Cause some games with random generation and starting over as soon as you die, uh. They go, there's like two routes I've seen. Um, one, you start completely over, you don't get any form of helping hand. Or two, you slowly unlock more abilities that make it easier, or more stats, or shortcuts. Yeah. But this one's different, because it's not like out of the gate, it's a boost. But it increases your chance of getting something that can help you. Yeah. Which I, I I think is cool. I think that's an interesting way of doing it. If that's how they do it. We haven't made it. I could be misinterpreting what I've heard, but... Sure, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Any other thoughts of Gungeon? Gungeon? Um, surprisingly, like, replayable, so... Yeah, it does look... It does look like... When from, I showed... When you, when you look at it, it doesn't seem like you'd want to play it for more than, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. But it is that type of addicting fun that you, yeah, you want to come back to. Because in some games, you'd, you'd put it down and then just have no motivation or, like, you just don't want to play it anymore, which I thought Gungeon would become because that's what No Reload Heroes was for me, was just, I mean, it got really stale really fast. Yeah. But not Gungeon. It was, it's, just, it's just fun. Now, um, all I can say. if you were to give it a numeric value out of, 10, out of 10, from what we've found so far, one being a game you would never touch again, 
Awful, awful, awful. Like, bad mobile game status. Awful. Okay. And 10, 10 being infinite replayability or will always be in your memory of a great game. Oh, like... 5 being a game, I played it, I enjoyed it, I'm not going to pick it up anymore. Like, 6.5, maybe 7. Where we are right now, I'll give it a 7. Yeah. I feel like I need to see a little bit more before I gave it a higher number. For how cheap it is, I'd say it's worth it. I mean, yeah, so... What is it, $10? Well, the day, normally it's $16. The day it's coming out, it'll be back to $16. But I bought it the weekend before the day it's coming out, and it was $8. Which is You bought it before the weekend it was coming out? I bought it before the weekend comes out. This episode comes out Monday. We're recording it Saturday. Oh, you meant the podcast. I thought you meant the game. No! Okay. I'd give it seven. Now, since we have some time, we're going to switch gears. Okay. We are going to talk about our overall impressions so far of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay, yeah. This okay. game actually looks really Okay, so I'll fill you in. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus is this long-awaited game announced at the beginning of 2021. And I know it's 2021. It's for if anyone listens to this in 2022 for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um... So it's like a big step in the right Does direction like for Pokemon because release date like confirmed January twentieth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, nice. It's early, early. January. How long did it take for Breath of the Wild to come out? That was like a good five years ago, or it got announced and then came out five years later. Is that what you're saying? Breath of the Wild two is coming out next year. Yeah, no, like when was Breath of the Wild announced? A while ago? Yeah. And same with the first Breath of the Wild. It, it was announced. It actually came out for the Wii U, but wasn't it announced in, like, 2014 and then came out a couple years later from 2014? Probably. I'm probably getting these dates way mixed up. Probably. Um. But it was announced <laughs> a long time ago and then didn't come out until a not super long time ago. So those are your time frames. I mean, it came out, like, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and you like around the time Gungeon came out actually. Okay, well, so Legends Arceus is a big step in the right direction for Pokemon because it's more open instead of being linear and you have this like set story. I think it's, it's still, still gonna have linear. a. It's still it's like yes, but no. It's still from linear progression. Seen. It's still linear progression, but not linear like literally linear level design. Right. In all Pokemon games up until Sword and Shield, and even in Sword and Shield, you pretty much could only move in a tight, constrained path straight. This is going to be multiple open levels that you move from open level to open level to complete little missions. And I think there's backtracking too. That'll be fun. Um, I don't know. I I really enjoy, like, the whole Pokemon worlds. Right. And I think it would be fun to have it in a poke like a open worlds esque thing. Yeah. And it it just looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that we've gotten shown is the arrival of a few new Pokemon. I'm going to talk about the Pokemon and I want you to tell me your initial thoughts and I'll also give mine as well. Okay. First one is Weirdear, an evolution to a pre existing Pokemon Stantler now is instead of pure normal is now normal psychic it's the white deer one with a beard yeah are there any it's other be normal psychics i am not sure i'll tell you that so that just seems like a weird thing to pair normal with but I, it might be already to them huh. well, i mean sawbuck 
Is Sawbuck, right? Sawbuck is a different Pokemon. Yeah, it's a different one. Stantler, mm. that's the one that doesn't evolve. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Never really thought of him as a Pokemon to evolve, so. Yeah. I'm not against it by any means. I just think it's kind of right there. Okay. Next is one that I already well, know you your reaction is going to be. It? Oh, I I like uh-huh. it. I mean, it looks it's some if you're going to be riding it a lot, which by the trailer looks like you will. Yeah. I want it to look at least some some form of pleasing and it does. So, I'm I'm good with it. Now I already know your reaction to this one, but I'm excited. Okay. You know, what? I'll hold it off. We'll do a different one. Yeah. First, we're going to talk about Basque Legion. Wait, That's the big that? fish. Big fish. The big ghost fish. Yes, it's the one that the guy was riding on the fish when he jumped out out of the water and threw a Pokeball at a Pokemon on the island. I honestly don't recall it, but big oh. fish, I'm for it. Oh, so. it's it's big, ghost wa- it's ghost water. Okay. And it's Pokedex entry, so it's ba- so it's the evolution of Basculon. Ba- Basculi Basculidon, whatever. Um, Basculin. That's what it's name. Um. And it's this fish Pokemon that's themed after a piranha. Okay. Um, that swam in schools. That, according to the Pokedex, like on the website for Legend Arceus, yeah. Um, it evolves when all of its comrades die, and their souls possess it. Interesting. <laughs> so it has the rage of dead souls to help it swim upstream. Dead souls can help you swim. <laughs> Just do, it doesn't come to mind when you think of dead souls. What do you think of Basculigen? I mean, he sounds cool. And if you can yeah, ride a big fish, cool would that be like the primary form of water travel? Yes. Is, yeah. Then yeah, it's cool. And then the primary form of air travel. Yes. Hisuian Braviary. Psychic flying. It's, it's the common braviary, except for instead of... Braviaries aren't that common. It's the Braviary, but now it has a weird psychic glasses thing. Yeah, so Braviary is, like, one of my favorite Pokemon. And it always made me mad that bird-type Pokemons are always normal-type. Because all it does is weaken them. <laughs> Fair. And no, I'm, I'm just really excited to see a psychic flying. It's psychic flying, right? I'm not getting yeah. twisted. Yeah. Uh, psychic flying. And obviously it's Braviary, so you can't you can't go wrong. With that. Fighting types will do nothing to this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Literally nothing. That's true. What does it does? Do we know what type of moves he'll be able to learn? Um, probably just ghost and flying, and because normal Braviary knows some fighting type moves. Maybe some normal. Probably some fighting. I don't know. Like, we don't know their move pools yet. Yeah. Um. So those are all the three ride Pokemon we know about. All what the do you think about? Oh, Braviary. Not my favorite. Okay. Well, I just don't like the glasses. They're not glasses. <laughs> they look like glasses. Why would a Pokemon wear glasses? Do any Pokemon wear glasses? There's an item called Wise Glasses. It's yeah, a good no item. Pokemon wear glasses. Um, no. I'd always start hoping that would be weird. <laughs> like a design standpoint. <laughs> Anyways, okay. continue. Um, so, we have a leaked, we have a leaked photo of a climbing red Pokemon. Climbing? A Pokemon they're climbing. We don't know what it is. Why can't you just fly? I don't know! <laughs> okay. It's kind of counterintuitive. It does sound kind of counterintuitive. 
just yeah I don't know do you know which Pokemon it is because mm. I didn't see the screenshot no we, no we don't it, it's a different shape um it's gonna be a Hisuian form probably Hisui is the region it takes place in um it's fun to say so we know other Pokemon though just not red Pokemon First, Hisuian Growlithe. <laughs> he looks awesome. Little fluffy with the tiny little rock horn. He looks like he's from the 18th century. Yeah, that's yeah. This goal is goal is to be in the past. So. Nice. Yeah, it's it's good. It looks adorable, and will probably evolve into a, a cool Arcanine. Yeah. Or something entirely different. I'd hope you to evolve into an Arcanine. Hisuian Arcanine. That'd be cool. And then, finally, um, the fast, last officially revealed Pokemon is Cleavor. Oh, yeah. The new... Oh, and the starters. Well, yeah, but those are the same starters. Oh, are they not going to have, like, a Hisuian form? They, 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 um, they're not announced yet. Oh, not confirmed. I'll talk more about that in a second. All right. Um, so Cleavor is a rock bug type. It's an evolution of Scizor, only in the Hisuian region, and it's like a boss in the game, from what we can tell. Well, as much as a boss is like... It literally tries to hit you when you have to dodge and throw magic balls at it. Well, yeah, but is... In Breath of the Wild, is like a Hinox considered a boss? They're just big creatures with big health pools. But you don't have to do something special to defeat them. I mean... Kinda. Not really. You hit. You them. could hit them, but they do have a special mechanic right, but in their you, eye. But, yeah, but you don't have to. Well, I feel like it's closer to something that because it does well, have. What about a talus? You have to hit a certain spot and climb onto them, right? Would that be a boss? Although you have to do. I don't something. think so because like this thing has multiple phases. Oh. Maybe. And is required. And is important. And is terrifying. It does look very cool. It has axe hands. Also, we have seen footage of it using a new move called Stone Axe. Stone Axe? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So that's cool. Yeah, that's new. Uh, what do you think of uh, Cleavor? Cleavor. It was very unexpected. Yeah. Uh, that, was it Scyther or Scyther that evolved? Scyther. 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 Uh, it was very unexpected that Scyther would get an evolution, well, like a new evolution. Mm-hmm. And but I mean I'm for it. He looks awesome. He looks he looks cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of all of the officially announced Pokemon in Legends Arceus, like the new ones, okay. which one's your favorite? Braviary. <laughs> Braviary, of course it is. Mine's Basquiat. The big fish thing. Yeah. And then, so, the three starters are starters from other games that have already existed. Starters being the Pokemon you started the game with. So the starters options are Rowlet, the grass owl one. Mm -hmm. Cyndaquil, the fire mouse thingy. Isn't it the mouse on the Zodiac? Well, it's supposed to be the Zodiac mouse, yeah. And Froakie. I thought it was Oshawa. Oshawa. Yeah, not Froakie. It's Ashuat. Yeah. Whatever Ashuat is. Is it an otter? 
Yeah, what else would it be? Well, just its final evolution doesn't look like an otter. Well, of course not. It looks like a seal. <laughs> what the? Samurai? Yes! Samurai does not look it like- It has flippers. So do otters. Oh. Kinda. <laughs> they have, like, finger flippers. Well, I mean, like... You think Semrot looks like a seal? Kind of! What seal <laughs> looks like that? Mutated seal! There's seal Pokemon! <laughs> yeah. Like, compare- <laughs> Dugong. <laughs> what was that one- I- it's like the most forgettable starter. <laughs> like, Poplio or whatever? <laughs> yeah! Compare that to- <laughs> No one remembers Primarina. Yeah, compare that to- <laughs> Uh, Samurai. They don't look alike. One's a seal, <laughs> one's a not seal. Okay, fine. Be quiet. Um, no. Okay. Well, basically, we've seen them at levels late that look later in the game where normally they should have at least evolved once, but they haven't. So the leading theory right now is that we're we're being centered a secret evolution, or a alter alternate evolution for the starters, which makes sense, and I think that would be cool. Yeah. What would you like to see from an alternate evolution, Asher? Oh, wow. Um, I guess different typing, I think, would be cool. Because what was... Wait, what was Semurai? He was water... Was he just water? Or water, dire. No, that was... I think water fighting. Wait, I actually can't remember now. I'm going to switch it up. But... Ashuat slash Samurai slash all those guys. And then, so I know Decidueye is Grass Ghost, which I personally think is a cool combo. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Cyndaquil. Samurai is pure water. Pure water. And Cyndaquil is pure fire. Yeah, yeah, get them typing. It's like a dual type, which I think would be really cool. Maybe like, not firefighting, because we have a lot of <laughs> No, those. no. Or maybe a firefighting, maybe fi Cinderquill would be kind of cool. People were so nervous or that Cinderace was. People were so worried that Cinderace was going to be firefighting. Was he just fire? Uh huh. Yeah. I wanted him to be fire electric. Hmm. Because that would have been cool. Kind of. And he's fast. Ruin typing circle. That is true. Where? That's nothing. Yeah. Unless they gave Sable ground, so they just made an entirely different water starter because Sable sucked. <laughs> How would Sable be ground? He's like literally a stick figure. Exactly. We get rid of Sable and make a new water starter. Yeah, I'm later... fixing Gen 8. <laughs> On the Gen 8 starters, we're just kind of... Everyone's complaining about Gen 8's trees. Trees? Yeah. Why? I don't care about the trees. Apparently the leaves are like really poorly rendered. They're leaves. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from a leaf? <laughs> It looks so bad, but like I don't care. I don't care what are you how it's expecting real from a leaf. I want the I you want, want each individual leaf to be like <laughs> perfectly rendered. And you'll just have like each one's a slightly different shape. That would crash your switch. Your switch can't run that. And that's why people have also been saying that sword should have been on the Xbox. <laughs> or PC. So it could have ran better. It, it was fine. <laughs> Why are people expecting big graphics from... Like, I've heard people bashing on Legends Arceus mm -hmm. for having bad graphics. 
They're what not I mean? bad. They look fine. They're not great. They're honestly not as good as like Breath of the Wilds. Right, but like they don't have to be. But I, I have, I, I have a feeling they're gonna be. It's gonna be a bigger game. I mean, uh, it. Oh, we did get the download data, and it's. Oh, is it? It's two. It's point two gigabytes smaller. Oh, that's close. They're roughly the same size. Yeah, but. No, it's point zero two gigabytes smaller. Like it was a small margin. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild's a big game. It is a very big game. So I feel like that. Like the map can feel small at times, just because how crazy fast travel is in that game. Mm-hmm. Like every single point of the map can you be can fast travel to. You can fast travel to literally any point on the game, but. But. If you like try walking from one end to another, it feels kind of large and it's honestly not that big compared to other big open world games mm-hmm. but like for a Zelda game that was it was, it was, it great. was different yeah and that's what I'm excited to see with Pokemon it will be different um so what we so what we've heard from the Pokemon company is if Legends does well they'll still continue doing normal Pokemon games yeah but then They'll also, every other year or so, whatever, however many times they do it, they'll do a new Legends game that'll take place in a different region with a different Legendary as the focus. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'd be way cool. If they did that, what region's past would you want explored? Um, does it have to be, like, a region that's already happened? Yes. Um, what was... Where was XY, was that? That was Kalos. Kalos. And Sun Moon was... Alola. Alola. Yeah, probably Sun Moon. Well, no, well, because that one's more current. A lot of this, like, big stuff happening is current. I mean, there's, like, runes. But ruins. I liked that one. Oh. I just... I'm just thinking of, like, past that could be interesting. I want X and Y Kalos because that's, uh... The whole story in the past with that is this big mega weapon killed mm. thousands of Pokemon in a huge war. And, and so you want to see that? Yeah. That's and sad. created mega evolutions because of a giant laser that ended the war. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, yeah, it is cool, and that'd be fun even to see just the, the like end of that with mega evolution being just discovered. I think Sword and Shield could also be something interesting to explore. I don't. Know. I don't like Sword and Shield, but the story's not bad. Sword and Shield, from a design point, every Pokemon just felt I kind of... I don't like the Pokemon in Sword and Shield. Weak. That being said, there is a pretty decent backstory in Sword and Shield. What is it? What is the backstory? Basically, Eternatus made this huge energy crisis, made the, make, make, got rid of light because of Dynamax energy, made all the Pokemon in the planet turn huge. Zacian and Zazmenta paired with two humans with a true sword and a true shield and killed the giant dragon thing burying him deep underground and stopping the Gigantamax crisis. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say. Black and white would be a cool one. Black and white. Just explore Kiram and Reshiram and Zekrom. Yeah, those. Uh, they were all really cool. They're, they're, they're some of the best legends. I mean, they all looked like very similar, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like, they're just big dragons. That's they're cool. Could you imagine doing like exploring legends in a ruby and sapphire setting with like the weather constantly changing? 
That could be cool. I mean, Breath of the Wild weather changes. Right, but I mean, like, drastically, like, floods and droughts and fires and tornadoes. That'd be fun. That'd be... It'd be be a lot of fun, actually. Any closing remarks on either um, Arceus or Gungeon? Um, Legends Arceus, I am, like, looking forward to. I really am, and... Uh... I haven't really touched my Switch in a while, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to get that one. Yeah. It looks a lot of fun. Gungeon, pretty good game. I'll keep playing that. Arceus, you can expect an episode about that the week that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, thank you for listening, and remember, IQ is just a number. <laughs>